Hey girl, happy Tuesday. Thank you so much for coming back to the Girl God's Got You podcast. My name is Isabel Clausen, the host of this podcast, and I am so glad that you're here listening today. Thank you so much for taking time out of your morning, day, night, evening, whenever to listen to this podcast. It means so much to me and I love just learning more about how you're enjoying the podcast and I always love any recommendations or episode suggestions and I really hope that this week's episode is encouraging and uplifting and just gives you a really great kickstart and jumpstart to the week. And today we're actually talking about the idea of being moody. Now this is something that every girl goes through guys too of course but especially women (laughs) and you know what girl god's got you even when you're moody and today's podcast is pretty much how to glorify god even when you're moody we're going to be looking into the science behind moodiness we're going to be learning about the christian perspective and also talk about just some things to remind yourself when you are moody to get out of it and to move on and to just do better the next day because i don't know if you're this way but whenever i'm moody or irritated or annoyed the second i say something or do something that's not that nice in response to my level of moodiness i feel so bad i feel so guilty and i spiral so i'm going to be sharing with you a couple things to remind yourself so that in the moment You don't spiral, and then a few things to remind yourself before you do something that you regret when you are moody. So pretty much how to glorify God even when you aren't feeling that great or you're feeling overwhelmed or irritated or whatever's going on. So before we dive into that, I want to talk about the quote of the week. It's by someone named Jonathan Martensen, and he said, Feelings are much like waves. We can't stop them from coming, but we can choose which one to surf. So next time you're moody, remember this quote, know that sometimes you can't always control when the emotions come, but you can control what you do with them. My dad always told me and my brother growing up, don't let emotions control you, you control your emotions. Because stuff happens in life and either our hormones get in the way or maybe we're overwhelmed or we're tired, whatever it is, sometimes we cannot control the fact that we are emotional, but we can control how we channel the energy of emotion. And I heard that emotion stands for energy in motion. I'm not sure how true that is, but either way, it kind of sounded cool. Like energy in motion, emotion. Not sure if that was just something someone said, but I, I think that kind of sums up emotions. Just a certain type of energy. It depends how you ride that wave. All right, my favorite of the week. This one is not too exciting and it's not anything super specific, but it's really just my mother, who is a health coach, inspiring me to create healthy food recipes. And of course, we all know the basics of, you know, make sweet potatoes, make roasted veggies, make roasted chickens, have black beans and chickpeas and all that stuff. But I've gotten into the habit of eating the same thing over and over again, which is pretty good because I love eating the same thing that tastes delicious but she and I were looking at a cookbook in the car yesterday and oh my gosh a lot of those recipes just inspired me to try out a bunch of new kind of food prep items to put in different salads and bowls so I guess my three favorite foods specifically is first roasted sweet potatoes I love them so much one great recipe that Erin's sister shared with me is to boil the the potatoes first And then you put them in a bowl and you kind of um, mix them with olive oil 
and salt and pepper and whatever spices you want kind of roughs them up a little bit and then you throw them in the oven and I put them on broil and the oil mixes in with all the spices and makes it crunchy because you kind of fluffed up the potatoes a little bit oh my goodness amazing so I love the sweet potatoes right now for healthy food I've also been loving kale sauteing the kale I really want to put kale in the air fryer to make kale chips I'll let you know how that goes and then I also love overnight oats. I just mix some oatmeal with some water, some oat milk, <laughs> or any milk you want. And then chia seeds and cinnamon, mix that together, put it in the fridge overnight. Oh my goodness, so good. So pretty much my favorites of the week are sweet potatoes, kale, and oatmeal. Interesting combo, but it's delicious. So thank you, mom, my favorite health coach. <laughs> Alrighty, the God's Got You moment of the week was hanging out with family and my cousins this weekend. I haven't seen some of my cousins literally since, I think, November 2019. It's been way too long. Thank you to COVID for that. But we were able to hang out with them and um, Aaron was able to hang out with family members. And it was just great to have everyone together having fun time with the cousins. And we sang, we danced, we did games and crafts it was so good so I love all the cousin time whether we're in college or high school or little little cousins super fun so I'd say that's my God's got you moment I really saw God this week through all the family time and now on to the God's got you statement for this episode oops just kidding we're gonna go into the journal prompt of the week sorry about that <laughs> almost forgot so the journal prompt this week is what mood do you want to overcome this week What's a mood you feel like you're struggling with? What's, you know, a situation where your moods are making you struggle and have obstacles? What is it? Because in order to overcome an obstacle, you need to define the obstacle. That's the journal prompt of this week. Last week's journal prompt was all about comparison. And the question was, what is the biggest way you compare yourself? And so I'm going to answer that. And I'd say probably the biggest way I compare myself, it's either... I guess comparing like my business to other people's businesses and seeing you know how far along they are and all the things I want to do with it. Um, then I think the other way I compare myself is probably in my body image. So to get a little personal, but I think a lot of girls struggle with that, and I think that's the biggest way that I do compare myself. But it's always good to work on it. So that's me being a little open and honest about my comparison and you know when it comes to comparison and we talked about this last week god is there for you so much with that and he wants you to know that you are loved and you are valued just the way you are so if you are struggling with comparison and if you did that journal prompt and you realized oh my gosh i don't want to compare myself but i do just know that it's normal release yourself from it and then just try to live the way god wants you to live Alrighty, so now we're doing the god's got you statement so the God's got you statement for this week is God's got you because he understands exactly how you're feeling. He created you with emotions so that you could feel close to him and others. He wants you to feel certain things so that you can relate to other people and comfort other people when they go through hard times. And he also wants you to need him. I think one of the reasons that God didn't make us perfect is because he wanted a relationship with us. And if we were perfect, we may want a relationship less with God because we wouldn't need him as much because we'd be perfect. So I think God really did put emotions in us to help us be close to others and to him. And I want to share Ecclesiastes chapter 3 verses 1 through 8. And it says, There is a time for everything and a season for every activity under the heavens, a time to be born and a time to die, a time to plant and a time to uproot. A time to kill and a time to heal. 
a time to to dare down and a time to build, a time to weep and a time to laugh, a time to mourn and a time to dance, a time to scatter stones and a time to gather them, a time to embrace and a time to refrain from embracing, a time to search and a time to give up, a time to keep and a time to throw away, a time to tear and a time to mend, a time to be silent and a time to speak, a time to love and a time to hate, a time for war and a time for peace. So I know that was a lot of times to statements. I'm sorry if that got annoying, but I think this just goes to show that there is a time for everything, for every type of emotion. And God recognizes those, whether they are good or bad. He knows that there there is times for everything and we're going to go through a lot of different emotions and feelings and I really think that God wants you to use these emotions for good you could have this emotional energy in you but what matters is how you ride that wave how you channel this energy I think that God understands that we're human and we mess up with our emotions but when this happens we can seek forgiveness repent and do better next time So that's pretty much the God's Got You statement of the week. I hope that it was encouraging and I'm excited to be for this to be a great transition into the rest of the episode. So how we're going to be starting the beginning of the episode topic off today is really just diving into the science behind being moody. Now, I'm not going to go into the science too much because I'm not super sciencey, but just as a general background, I kind of wanted to give a couple reasons as to why we might feel moody and, you know, different ways that stress can impact our body. So to start off, um, according to Medical News Daily, it says oftentimes lifestyle factors play a role in the onset of mood swings. People may have sudden changes in mood if they are One, experiencing a significant life change, such as moving homes or changing jobs. Two, feeling stressed or overwhelmed. Three, not getting enough sleep. Side note, I'm totally so moody when I don't sleep enough. Number four, not eating healthily. And number five, taking medications that impact mood or sleep. Now, I wanted to share this little excerpt from this article because I find that it's very easy to be guilty for being moody. But oftentimes, our moodiness is because of external factors that we can't always control. So next time you're moody and next time you're feeling guilty, stop with the guilt, take a second, think, okay, what's causing me to be moody? Figure out what that root cause is, and then channel the energy to not act in the moodiness or to think before you speak or to take a break and a deep breath. Understanding that the moodiness may not just because be because of who you are, it may be part of an external factor that you can't always control. Or maybe there is a factor that you can control. You can make a couple lifestyle changes and then be less moody at the end of the day. Now, according to Healthline, it talked about the impact of stress. It says, stress and worry impact your body and health in a variety of unhealthy ways. One such area can be your mood. Frustrations, worry, and a constant state of stress can lead to severe shifts in mood along with other psychological issues. Now, this is important to keep in mind. If you're feeling extra moody recently, in the last couple weeks or days or months, ask yourself, have I been extra stressed? Maybe you have. I know a lot of us young women have a lot going on, whether it's in school, job, balancing busyness of life, balancing relationships, all that 
can add up and cause a little bit of stress. And so ask yourself, what ways in my life can I reduce my stress or maybe take a little bit off my plate so that I could be a little less moody? Maybe you need to look at your calendar and figure out, okay, what are some things I could reschedule or postpone to help me have a little bit more time to just breathe in the week? Because honestly, stress really does impact the mood. So I'd say if you're looking for a really practical action step type of approach, just look at your stress level and see where you could cut down a little bit of stress in your life. Alrighty, so that's kind of the science behind the mood swings. Nothing too scientific and, you know, crazy, but I really wanted to focus most of this podcast episode all about how you could still glorify God even even when you're feeling moody and emotional. These are just reminders, some action steps, things that help me, extra things that I want to work on more when I'm moody. So we have five of those and we're going to hop in right now. So number one. When you're feeling moody and emotional, one way you could still glorify God is to think before you speak. Now, this is so much easier said than done, but let me tell you, every time I've thought before I speak, I feel a little bit better. One reason is oftentimes if you think before you speak, you probably won't say something you regret. And number two, if you think before you speak and realize you want to say something in a certain way or you want to articulate it or you want to explain yourself, thinking about it for a couple seconds or minutes can help you voice things better and make them sound a little bit more clear in your communication. I think communication is key to any relationship, whether it's a coworker relationship or a romantic relationship or a friendship or a family relationship. If you take a couple extra moments to think about what you're going to say, it'll make the communication so much better. I find that so many relational problems are caused most of the time by a lack of communication. And so thinking before you speak helps with the clarity and also helps with you not regretting what you'll say. So I'd say the second practical thing you could do when you're feeling moody and emotional and still glorify God is to lay aside every weight. And this reminder was actually inspired by a Bible verse, Hebrews 12.1, and it says, Therefore, since we are surrounded by such a great cloud of witnesses, let us throw off everything that hinders and the sin that so easily entangles, and let us run with perseverance the race marked out for us. What weight do you have to throw off? What's something that maybe you could let go of? Maybe it's someone you can't forgive, or perhaps it's something that someone bad, something that someone said to you that was mean or bad. Perhaps it's something that maybe you said to someone that you want to let go of, or maybe something that you did. What's burdening you? What's causing you that extra bit of stress? Oftentimes, what is weighing us down and the weight that's on us can cause us to be a little bit more on edge, a little more overwhelmed. So I ask you, what weight are you carrying? It's okay if you have some weight. It's okay if you have some burdens. We're human. And lay aside the weight. And that's one thing. It just shows that sometimes when we're really stressed or moody, there's usually a cause. If it's something that's going on with our body, that's one thing. But if it's mental, it's good to just assess, hey God, where do I need some of your wisdom? Where do I need some of your love and your grace? Where do I need some of your provision how can i depend on you for help so oftentimes our emotions can point where we need help from god and i'll be talking about that a little bit later in the episode but that leads me to my third reminder it's remember that we can live by faith even with our moods let me say that one more time remember that we could live by faith even with our moods Now, personally for me, when I'm moody, I kind of feel like I'm all over the place and it's kind of hard for me to see God in the mood because when I'm moody, I I don't feel that it's a godly type of emotion, you know, especially if I'm irritated or annoyed. But oftentimes, 
we could still live in faith even with our moods. Our moods can point us to where we need help from God the most. Now, there is this great article by John Bloom on DesiringGod.com, and it talked about, he, he shared how emotions are gauges, not guides. It, the article said, God designed our bodies to work in sync with our spirits, to live by faith. He designed our emotions to be governed by our beliefs. Our beliefs frame our thinking and express themselves through our emotions. We commonly call these emotional manifestation moods. Now, this article, I'll quote it a little bit more, but it was a very great article. I'll link it in the show notes below. And then the article goes on to say a little bit further, Moods are gauges God has given us to help us detect the lies we believe. That is so important and so impactful. And that leads me right now to the fourth reminder. Remember that our moods can be a built-in alarm for our beliefs. This article goes on to say, more often than not, for most of us, our bad mood is being fueled by a wrong belief. And the mood, though likely sin-infected, is a mercy. It is God's design gauge to alert us that a sinful or defective functional belief is governing us at the moment and must be corrected with God's truth. When our souls are cast down and in turmoil within us, we must ask, why? And then we must preach to our souls hope in God our salvation and our portion, whose, whose mercies are new every morning. And that's quoting a couple different scriptures right there. So the fact that we have these moods, they could be alarm systems for us to say, hey, this is how I'm feeling. It's based off of a belief that maybe isn't true or it's unhealthy. How can I align this belief closer to God's belief? All of these things help us know that we can live in faith even with our moods because God has designed our moods not as something we should resent, not as something that we should be guilty and ashamed of, but actually to be grateful for. It's a mercy that God has given us because they could alarm us when something's not right in our spiritual or mental health. And I think it's beautiful that God gave us these moods to help show us where we need him a little bit more in each and every part of our lives. And it also helps us reach out to loved ones. If we have a friend or a family member or a child or a sibling or a parent or a loved one that is going through something and maybe is a little extra moody, you kind of figure out, you know, they're probably going through something. What unhealthy beliefs do they have? What are defective functional beliefs, as this article says? that they're going through and that they're believing? How can we align their true belief more with God so they feel more peace? Lamentations 3, 20 through 24 says, I will remember them and my soul is downcast within me. Yet this I call to mind and therefore I have hope. Because of the Lord's great love, we are not consumed for his compassions never fail. They are new every morning. Great is your faithfulness. I say to myself, the Lord is my portion. Therefore, I will wait for him. The Lord is good to those who hope, whose hope is in them, to the one who seeks him. We can have hope in God, even in our emotions and our moods, knowing that, okay, if we're having a mood and an emotion, let's move past it. Let's let it go. Let's put our hope back in God. And that leads me to my fifth reminder is stop the spiral and figure out what you can do so that you could calm down. Stop the spiral. Figure out what you need to do to calm down. If you're having a mood, Figure out, okay, what's going on? Is it something that I'm going through? Am I stressed? Am I getting enough sleep? Am I hormonal? Am I eating healthy? Am I exercising? What is it? If it's not something physical, think about it, okay, is there something mental or spiritually going on? Is there something I have to let go of? 
something heavy that I have to take off my shoulders? And uh, am I depending on God enough? Am I giving him enough time? Am I putting something else on a pedestal above God? What is it? And then you, when you realize something that maybe you need to work on, put your faith and trust in God. Lamentations just said, because of the Lord's great love, we are not consumed. We are not consumed by our negative beliefs. We're not consumed by bad things that may have happened in the past. We're not consumed by simply maybe being hormonal or something we're going through physically. We could hope in God. The Lord is good to those who hope in, is in him. He has a new hope every single morning. His mercies are new every single morning. So once you have kind of realized that you could stop spiraling, it's good to figure out what can you do to calm down. For me, when I'm moody or stressed, cleaning or cooking always helps me. It helps me stay productive, but it's not something that's super tasking on my brain. And I feel like I'm getting something done and I'm kind of cleaning up everything. And for me, cooking and cleaning is kind of a sense of control. So it kind of helps me control the little things if I'm feeling a little overwhelmed. So for me, I know if I'm moody, if I just cook or clean something, it's great. And so figure out for you what you need to do to calm down. Because it can be great to say, hey God, I need help in this and this and this area. I trust you. I love you. My hope is in you. And even if you say that in your head, you're probably going to still feel a little on edge. So it's also good to pair that mindset shift and that hope in God with something practical you could do. Not saying that God will not work through the mindset shift. He of course will and he's powerful enough to do so. But sometimes we need to declare that to ourselves and then do something if we can to help manage the stress. Maybe for you it's reading, maybe it's praying, maybe it's journaling, maybe it's watching a show, maybe it's having a snack or drinking coffee or going on a walk. I don't know, but figure out if you're really stressed, what you need to do to calm down and then have that be your go-to thing if you need it after having that mindset shift. So girl, I hope that this podcast episode was helpful. I hope that it was uplifting and that it gave you some action items and kind of things to think about when you're moody because life is busy. Life is stressful. There's so many things going on, so many things to think about. It can be really difficult to stay calm and super joyful and happy all the time. But just know if you do have a bad day and if you are moody, stop the spiral, take a breath, give it to God and move on. Because God's got you, he loves you, he forgives you, and he wants you to move past the hard thing that maybe you're going through. He wants you to feel peace and joy. And sometimes that just starts with taking a mindset shift and letting it go and just choosing joy the rest of the day. So I can't wait to talk to you in next week's episode. Have a great week and we'll talk next Tuesday. Bye.